I've thought of a fun exercise that you can try. Nine years ago, the New York Times published the thirty-six, uh, the thirty-seven questions. Oh no, thirty-six. Thirty-six questions. They sometimes they call these the thirty-six questions to make you fall in love. I feel like that's a bit much. I feel like that's not necessarily true. But I will tell you that whether you've been in a couple for a while, decades, or whether you're in a new couple, or whether you're going out with someone that you just met, I do find these questions incredibly helpful in getting to know one another. And if you take turns asking these questions to people, I really do think it fast tracks the process of uh, getting to know people. And I'll give you a little bit of the history, but I'd like to go through as many of these as we can here because the questions themselves are interesting. And sometimes, uh, you know, I I think sometimes it works to fast track the getting to know process, even just among friends. Sometimes when I'm middling at a at a dinner table, I will throw these questions out there for the group and see what everybody has to answer because they're very interesting questions. They're kind of open ended and. Really, the only limit is your perspective. So what I thought might be fun to do is to go through these 36 questions with you. So what I'd like you to do is call in and I'm going to ask each one of you one of these questions and have you answer it because I think it does a few things. One I think it'll create a level – one, it's kind of cool to have these questions and if people want to do these on Valentine's Day or Mistress Day, they can. I'm going to post this New York Times article from nine years ago on my Facebook page so you can see them all in text. That's on my Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash moranofan. Two, uh, maybe you can listen to the questions and then make the determination of if you think they are helpful in helping a couple fall in love with one another. And two, maybe or three, maybe it just helps the audience get to know you a little bit better. And you you won't expect the question. You just call in at 800-848-9222. I'll give you the question. You give your answer immediately and honestly. And uh, maybe that'll connect, you know, create a connection between you and me or you and the audience. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. So what I want you to do is call in right now and we will go through as many of these questions as we can. 800-848-9222. In Mandy Len Catrone's Modern Love essay, To Fall in Love with Anyone, Do This, she refers to a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron and others that explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a specific series of personal questions. The 36 questions in this study are broken up into three sets with each set intended to be more probing than the previous one. The idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. So to quote the study's authors, one key pattern associated with the development of a close relationship among peers is sustained, escalating, reciprocal, personal self-disclosure. Allowing oneself to be vulnerable with another person can be exceedingly difficult. So this exercise sort of forces the issue. And in the final task, uh, the person who wrote this 
study. She and her friend try staring into each other's eyes for four minutes, and that's less well-documented, but the suggested duration ranges from two minutes to four minutes. So if you do this on a date tonight or tomorrow night, add that after the questions. Two minutes is just enough to be terrified. Four apparently really goes somewhere. So after you do the questions, maybe ask, um, you know, answer, uh, try staring into one another's uh, eyes. Let's start with Tony since he's right here in front of me. Tony, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I can pick anyone. Anyone. Um, the actress, um, Sanaa Lathan. Who is that? Uh, she's been in a couple of movies, um, Brown Sugar. Uh, she's been around for a while, a beautiful woman. Uh, and so w- why her? I, her? Her smile just makes, oh, every nice. time I see her smile, just makes me melt. All right. Uh, give me the name one more time. Sanal Lathan. Sanal Lathan. Matt Blaze, would you like to be famous, and if so, in what way? No. I don't want to. I don't want to be famous. You don't want to be famous. I'd rather just be rich and famous. Okay. Well, hey, uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Neil in Baltimore, how's it going? Good morning, Frank. This is very apropos, given what you're doing right now. Be- right. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say, and if so, why? Yeah, only if I've got a song for you or a quip for you or something like that. I I always do. Otherwise, um, no, not particularly. Uh, normally, you have a uh, topic of interest, so we have some sort of idea of a question we want to ask. But I'm not even talking about to me. I'm just talking about if you call a friend or a, a family member or anybody. Do you ever rehearse what you're going to say on the phone before you before you dial? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. All right, Neil. Thank you. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Two open lines. If you want to, if you, take your hand at a question or two. Uh, Joe in Ron Konkuma. How's it going, Joe? Good. How are you, Frank? Great show. Like, oh, how was your weekend? Thank you. Uh, well, the weekend was was great. Uh, lot, got a lot done. Got to spe- run some errands. Got to see some family. Uh, all good. All good. Thank you. Hope yours was too. Same here. Same here. What would con- here. What would constitute a perfect day for you? To be honest with you. Being with my family, no fighting, uh, you know, um, just like when we were in Florida, just be, sitting by the beach and just being with my family, that would make it a perfect day. All right. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, Viviana in Brooklyn. Hi, Viviana. How you doing, Frank? I'm well. It's great to hear from you again. It's been a while. Thanks. When did you last sing to yourself? And then the follow-up to that is, when did you last sing to someone else? Um, that was yesterday. <laughs> to yourself and, or to um, someone else? Uh, to someone else. And it was to encourage her. Um, she's going through a really uh, bad situation. And I just wanted to encourage her and lift up her spirit. And uh, to myself, uh, I guess... Um, it would be about two or three months ago that, you know, I was uh, really enjoying a song and I, I was just uh, rehearsing it because um, I sing at church sometimes. So um, I was I was rehearsing it and, and really enjoying it. 
So about two months ago. Thank you, Viviana. 800-848-9222 if you want to call in and answer one of these questions. We're about five of the way. They, they get more probing as we go. We've got about five down, 31 to go. Joel in Manhattan, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Are you? I, I need to qualify that. I'm living to 150. No, no, <laughs> oh, no. You're saying from 30 you, to 90. From 30 to 90. Mind of a 30-year-old, a body of a 30-year-old. Mind. Mind. I, I want my mind. I, I, I think that if you don't have your mind, you've got nothing. I think that. You know, a body of a 30-year-old, you could, you wouldn't necessarily still have the same body of a 30-year-old. You could still work on yourself and be whatever you're going to be. But age comes as age is. But if you keep your mind sharp, you can do anything. I agree with you, Joel. I would have made the same choice there. Good choice. 